what part of no don't you understand? I know not to take it for an answer. You realize that no is simply the other side of the yes coin, and that's a pretty short distance to travel. Look, you come into this office every week trying to sell me endless crap that I have absolutely no use for. Why can't you just take the hint and realize we are not interested? Hey, come on. You can't fault a guy for trying. Why don't you let me try to make it up to you? Are you asking me out on a date? I'm sure that after a nice meal and a couple of drinks, I can show you something that you'll definitely want. Ah, uh, why you? Uh-oh. Sounding boot in day's mode by Uncle Mac. Will the executive hooligans please report to the receptionist's desk? Like, now? We came as soon as we could, Tasha. What's up? Holy frack! <laughs> Hole being the operative word. Um, Tasha, why is there a trans-dimensional rift in our lobby? Well, it was supposed to be a pygmy marmoset, actually. But I think I accidentally got carried away. But he started it! Who started what? This annoying door-to-door -door salesman. He's been coming around here every week trying to sell me all kinds of junk. I've constantly told him no, but he just won't take it for an answer. Finally, he made an... unwanted proposition. And I went to turn him into a marmoset, but I guess... I guess I was so ticked off I accidentally blasted him through a hole in the time-space continuum. Well, what did he suggest? Well, I shouldn't say it was necessarily unwanted. Normally, it would actually be a pretty appealing offer, but the guy just ugh, creeped me out. Well, I think you were perfectly justified in doing it. So how long is that rift going to be in our lobby, Mac? I just love it when really weird stuff happens, and people seem to think I'm the one who has an answer for it. Well, the inside of your office is somehow about the size of a small neighborhood. And there's the rumor it can time travel. Oh. Well, yeah. There is that. Oh man, this is so cool! It's just like that Jake Sampson episode where the ape monster came through and they had to fight it inside the mirror and- That's what concerns me. Natasha, did you see anything come through this thing? No, I don't think so. Do you guys have any idea where it might go? From what I can tell, it appears as though it's a portal to a land of speculative fiction. What? Oh, like the Magic Mirror in Alice in Wonderland? The wardrobe cabinet in Chronicles of Narnia? You know, I wouldn't mind a run through a place like that. Yeah, that would rock. Maybe it leads into a real world that's just like the Grog and Griffin. Man, I'd love to hoist a few tankers over there. Maybe we can call Howlow or the Promptinogian Barts to come with us, and we can dance on tables and jam together like the minstrels old. What do you think? Hmm. It would be a great way to get away from all this technology I've been dealing with lately. I wonder if we brought back magical items, if they'd actually work over here. Ooh! The question is, who goes and who stays? We can't risk the entire executive team going across in case something happens. That makes sense. I'll go. Ah. Uh, Steven, you need to stay. Doctor Who is currently our hottest show, and we can't afford to lose our flagship writer. Then I'll go. Hey, where there's strange, there's, well, 
me. To be honest, Mac, of all of us, you'd have the best chance of leading a rescue mission with your TARDIS office if things go wrong. I think it'd be smarter for you to stay back as well. Besides, if I have to stay to write, you need to stay to voice the lines. Aw, oh, man. Hey, look, I totally gotta go, guys. My inner barbarian is screaming a need for some action beyond the Hyborian Gate. Hey, maybe we'll meet some wizards or elves or something. I'll go with you, Bill. I think a change of scenery is just what I need. I've gone so much time in front of a computer lately, I'm not sure I can properly interface with people without using instant messaging anymore. I'll go too. Just let me grab my chainmail from that last renaissance fair and I'll be all set. Em! Paul? Uh... Yeah, love? Aren't you forgetting something? Uh... No? I don't think so. Oh, Damaris! Why do you have to give me that look? Come on! This is gonna be fun! I'll bring you back a great big diamond or something. Maybe even a real live mini pet if they've got him. Alright, Paul. Yes! But... on one condition. Uh, of course. Name it. You have to beat me in a game of rock, paper, scissors. Ah, bugger. Oh, have fun, guys. Are you kidding? Nah, mate. No matter how hard I try, I can't win at that game to save my life. Well, Dave, looks like it's just me and you. Just like Conan and Subutai. Who? He's a Hurricanian, same as Red Sonja. A thief and archer. Conan saved him from. You can tell me all about it at the first tavern we find. Let's go. Shouldn't we figure out a way for us to communicate with you guys? I've got my cell phone. Man, I hope he's got a good long distance plan. Later, Gators. Holy damn, I can't believe it. We're in freaking Middle Earth! How can you tell? Well... Apart from those skinny, blonde, pale guys over there with the pointed ears, and those short guys with the furry feet sitting by that barrel, there is that sign over there. See? The Prancing Pony! No way! Is that really? Well, I don't think Peter Jackson left the movie sets up just for the heck of it. Besides, we can't be in New Zealand. Nobody around here sounds like Paul. So that means... That's it! Time for a pint! Hey, do you think they have Guinness in Middler? <laughs> I'm sure they'll have something. I'd imagine these guys probably drink some pretty strong stuff, just to deal with seeing things like dragons, unicorns, and orcs on a regular basis. <laughs> Good point, amigo. Hey, is it just me being paranoid, or do you notice people looking at us kind of funny? Yes, actually. Oh, of course. Look at yourself. What's wrong? Do I have one of those milk mustaches or something? How many people around here do you think have ever seen a guy wearing jeans and a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey? <sighs> I don't know, but there's a first time for everything. Think of it like on Star Trek, when the crew winds up on one of those different themed worlds. The first thing they need to do is blend in. Good point. Might want to take that Bluetooth off your ear then. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Hey, that looks like a clothing shop over there near the blacksmith. Let's get some new clothes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Maybe they can set me up with some wicked armor like Bane has on Grog. So much for trying not to draw attention. Oh, crap. What? What are we going to do for money? Oh, man. No coin of the realm. Hey, maybe this will work. Uh, Spider-Man coin? Not just the Spider-Man coin. This is a Mighty Marvel bronze collector coin, circa 1974. Got it at a yard sale for a quarter last week. These things go for some serious cash on eBay, man. Maybe we can make a trade for some duds. Shoot a man.
ride the biggest dragon there as ever a knight did slay. And it's true, me cats, true, me cats, I never was known to lie. If you'd been to Barley Peak, you'd seen it the same as I. Well, how long has it been since they went into the rift? I'm not sure. I think this hubbub is making me lose track of time. Do you think we should give them a call? Couldn't hurt. Put them on speakerphone. David, it's Steven. Are you guys okay? What's going on over there? Hey, Steven. Yeah, we're doing okay. Bill's actually dancing on a table right now. Seems he's had a few mugs of the local oil, and he's really into this band they got playing over here. The Screaming Banshees? He wants to bring them back and record some songs for the Grog and Griffin. Well, there goes the Prime Directive out the window. Bring back a keg of that ale, too. We're almost tapped out over here. Hey, Mac, can you hit me with a refill, mate? You got it. Okay, we have a situation here. The beer is out. You guys need to get back here with that keg ASAP. I'll try. Bill's really whooping it up, though. I think he's trying to recruit everyone to do background characters now. So, where exactly are you? Middle Earth. Can you believe it? Oh, and it gets better. Turns out J.R.R. Tolkien is here, too. How'd that happen? Isn't he dead? Not at the moment. He comes here to write stuff. He says the place inspires him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he create Middle-Earth? Yeah, that's how he can drink for free everywhere. He must have found some sort of portal on his own then. Actually, he makes his own. How does he do that? Magic pipe weed. He says enough of it can take you anywhere. Sounds like Cheech and Chong. He blows his giant smoke rings that become portals which allow him to travel back and forth between here and some room in an English pub back in the 1930s. I forget the name, the following fetus or something like that. Guys, we're in big trouble. The rift in the lobby just closed. Oh, no worries, Tasha. Seems like the boys might have found another way to get back. <laughs> might even be more fun. Well, if I can pull the big little away for a while, hopefully we can get back via Tolkien's pipe or something. He claims that his smoke rings occasionally create portals all over the campus where he works. Maybe we can open one up and get back by you guys. If not... Don't say that, David. Our world has already had to deal with Quantum Leap and Sliders. It can't handle another endless journey home through multiple realities plotline. We'll try our best. If not, we'll try to get you guys a signal or something to lock onto to come get us with the TARDIS. Good luck, David. And to Bill, too. Well, that is totally amazing. What? That Tolkien is actually still alive and the guys have gotten to speak with him? No, oh, Dave's signal strength. I need to find out who his cell provider is. His phone must have a million bars on it. I just hope Bill remembers to bring me back something cool. A simple gold ring with elvish script readable by firelight on it would be nice. <clears throat> Paul, Damaris is looking at me that way now. Inside head voice, mate. Inside head voice.
I say, Atherton, do you think they were justified in calling Bede venerable? He certainly knew a lot, but then, what else do monks have to do besides pray? Except maybe study or illuminate manuscripts? I'm sure there were probably dozens of other monks who were just as smart. Well, they could hardly call him Bede the Clever or something like that. Besides, it was a misnomer anyway. What do you mean, a misnomer? Bede became known as the Venerable Bede because of a mistranslation of the Latin inscription on his tomb in Durham Cathedral. It was meant to say, Here lie the Venerable Bones of Bede, but was wrongly interpreted as, Here lie the Bones of the Venerable Bede. Probably a French stone cutter. Oh, now what is it? It looks like another one of those rifts just opened. I'll get my bow. Oh, here comes Westbrook. For once, I hope he's brought one of his guns. Alright, so who wants to make a bet on what kind of critter's gonna pop out at us this time? Well, if it's Brahma, I hope he brings his elephant. It would be worth it just to see the look on the groundskeeper's face. Hey, I think we made it. This is not Gorilla Audio Headquarters. No? but I actually think we made it to Tolkien School. Well, it certainly looks like an English university, but you can never pinpoint the time. These places usually look the same over centuries. Well, one thing's for sure. At least I know we won't have to walk far for a Guinness. Hey, do you have a private endorsement deal with them or something? Because you talk about it a lot. Nope. I just really like it. <laughs> Shouldn't you like Dixie beer or something like that? I say, you chaps in the peasant garb. Who's he calling a peasant? Hey, amigos, how's it going? That axe saying it. Are you a Texan too? Well, I was born in Oklahoma, but I live in little old West Texas town called Miles. Name's Bill Holwig. John Westbrook, nice to meet a fellow Yank, as they call me around here. This is Nigel Worsley. Hello. And the fellow with the bow over there is Percy Atherton. Charmed, I'm sure. So, what are you lot heralding? Heralding? Yes. Whenever one of those rifts open up around here, some sort of mythological creature from another world steps through, usually causing havoc around here. Where's here? Maudelaine College, Oxford. Oh, sweet! So you guys know Professor Tolkien? Certainly. He's quite popular around here. Oh, he's a bit odd. Spins a pretty good yarn about dragons and elves and such. And smokes a pretty potent pipe weed, let me tell you. Yeah, we know. That's how we got here. What? are you on about? It's a long story, but in a nutshell, we just got back from meeting Professor Tolkien, except it was in Middle-earth. He told us about these rifts that keep opening up around here. It sure has been keeping us and Lord Cecil on our toes. <laughs> well, did you know he's the guy making them? Are you Barney? Nah, man, that's how we got here. We had a rift open up in our time, that's 2008. And we went to investigate, so we ended up in Middle-earth where we met Tolkien who likes to hang out over there to crank out the story. He told us about this place, now he travels back and forth with his magic pipe weed, and that's how he gets over there. Extraordinary. So you're not here to wreak havoc on our college then? Not if we can avoid it. We just want to get back home to Gorilla Audio headquarters in the year 2008. Gorilla Audio? What are you guys, animal trainers or something? Nah, but some of the voice actors we work with make us feel that way sometimes. <laughs> I don't suppose you guys know when the professor will be back, do you? Well, he has a class in that hall over there in about an hour. I expect you should be able to run into him. Rock on! 
Hey, is there a place where we can chill for a while? Somewhere we can wet our whistles? I think I know just the place, Bill, and for a fellow Texan and his friend, I'll even get the first round. Yeah! Oh! Okay, guys, it's been about six hours. I'm really starting to get concerned. Hey, Mac, why don't you fire up the time rotor and let's see if we can pick up Dave and Bill. I'm on it. Hang on, a rift is opening. Did you miss us? Welcome back, boys. We sure did. What a long, strange trip it's been. But man, was it cool. Middle Earth rocked. And we even got to see Oxford University in the 1930s. Dudes, we drank 1930s Guinness! Oh, brilliant! But did you bring any back? Just give that rope a yank, bro. Mac, get the tap! I need a transfusion! <laughs> In a minute, Paul. So, guys, how did you like multi-dimensional travel? It wasn't bad, except everywhere we went, everything takes forever to get done. Maybe technology is not such a bad thing after all. As for Middle Earth, great place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Why not? I'd imagine a place where magic is real would be amazing. I think I'd be more amazed if they used it to create better sewage systems. And nobody showers regularly. Do you have any idea what hairy, unwashed hobbit feet smell like? Wouldn't this old portal thing make like a great idea for an audio drama? It's almost like somebody wrote it. So, Bill... Did you, by chance, happen to bring back any cool souvenirs? Oh, yeah. I actually did snag something for you, Mac. Here. Dude, this looks like a chapter from Lord of the Rings. And it's handwritten. But... I don't remember this scene. Yeah, it's from Tolkien's original first draft manuscript. He decided he didn't want to put it in. He was going to toss it, but I fished it out and asked him to sign it for you. <laughs> well, I know it's been quite a trek for you. Have you had a chance to eat? It is dinner time. I could totally go for some modern food. Like pizza. Oh, phone in the order. Dave, what do you want on it? Anchovies would be great. Just tell them not to overcook them. In fact... They don't even have to cook them at all. And if you don't mind, I just want to go back to my office for a little nap. Call me when the pizza gets here, okay? Night, all. Night. Night. Well, take it easy. Don't let the bed bugs bite. You have to sleep on the couch. Good night, guys. Stevie, I didn't write this. Uh, What's it doing uh, in here? 
well, no, but um, me and the Gorilla Audio guys kind of thought it was funny at the time. Leave the mixer alone for five minutes. Oh, no, not the thumb screws. It's Mac's fault. He put me up to it. Sounding boot and Danny's mode. Written by Mac, produced by me, Stevie. Starring the exec team Additional voices by Skiffle as the salesman And the narrator Natasha Lathrop As Tasha the receptionist Mark as Appleton Dave MacGyver as Wesley and Peter Franzen as Westbrook Music by Spare Parts Contiger and Howlow B.U. Be sure to catch the ongoing adventures of Atherton, Worsley and Westbrook in the Parsec Award nominated series Maudlin created and written by Alexa Chipman only at BrokenSea.com <laughs>